Hello, welcome to our Worship Facility Podcast, the role of video director for broadcast and live streaming with Andre Jones. I'm Gene Lass, editor of Worship Facility. Andre, why don't you tell me a little about yourself? Well, I, uh, I am the uh, CEO and founder of Another Jones Production, uh, which is a production company that uh, part of the business, we help faith-based organizations from, with their video needs from A to Z. So that's from training to uh, consulting to editing their broadcasts, doing promos, anniversaries. Whatever it is, we can take them to the next level. But if you really want to know what makes us, what makes our heart beat is to give back and to make people better. You know what I mean? Um, pouring into people. I understand you have a, a long experience with broadcast. You worked for ABC, you worked for CNN. Uh, you have a lot of ties there, so you know quite age. a bit about uh, video, video directing, and everything involved with uh, broadcast. How can you apply that experience to churches and what they need to do with, with streaming and video? I tell people that, that uh, the Lord prepared me in the secular world um, to bring my, my skills over to faith-based to not only do live production, but movies and, 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 and tell stories. Um, I see so much stuff on YouTube and, and TV. Um, that's just not, that's just not good. And so I decided in 05 to leave CNN and just to start doing some, some, some kingdom work. So that's how, that's how it all got started. But yeah, so uh, you, you made me feel old, but yeah, I started, <laughs> I started back in 1987 at an ABC affiliate in Richmond, came to Atlanta at an ABC affiliate in Atlanta, local, and then I worked at CNN. And then when I left CNN, I started working for CBS, 60 Minutes, all news. And I just, I just, I just got tired of it. Everywhere I showed up, it wasn't good. So if I came to your neighborhood when I was doing news, something bad happened. So I just got tired of doing bad news. It's, it's very much similar to the people that work at Worship Facility. We came together, we said, let's work with good people that we like working with and do good things. We'd all done other things in media. You're selling things, they're writing about things you don't care about, you're, you're doing things that aren't helping people, and it's the same thing in, in my career. It's, I'd like to write something I'm interested in that helps people and, and talk to people who want to do the same thing. It's, it's very good. We're informative, we try to tell people how to do things all of the time, but we also know that we're doing good work. And, and I think, as you said earlier, it's a calling. We're here to help people. And the same thing with all of our listeners and our readers is we're all called to do this. So you might be doing AV work, you might yeah. be doing a floor director, but you're all working together for the same cause. And you might be doing something else later in the week if you're a volunteer, you might be working at a concert, but on Sunday, maybe Saturday or Wednesday, yep. you're also there at the church doing something that you love that you know is good. For a floor director, that might be something that they're not considering at a church, especially if they're just streaming or they're just doing a broadcast. They might think, okay, you need the pastor, you need the band, they're the singers, and you need some camera guys, some vague number of camera guys or the equipment. They're not really thinking about this because it's a pastor, right. not a tech guy. So what do you think is the role of the floor director and why are they important? Well, I mean, now, nowadays everybody's doing a lot of streaming, so you got to count them in. Um, and just because of COVID, um, uh, we're, we're doing more videos 
more virtual videos. So you got to time, you got to time them in and time them out. So you got to have somebody on the floor to let, you know, whoever's coming up to speak next, you know, you got, you got 60 seconds, you got 30 seconds. Um, if there's something uh, that we need to tell somebody down there on the floor from being up in the control room, that's the floor director. So they'll have their headsets on. So it's, it's a new day. I mean, um, a lot of churches are, are becoming more and more, you know, in, in, in today's society, using the tools and technology that, 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 that at one time they were afraid to use. Like, I, I used to have a hard time convincing churches to stream because the thinking was, if, if we stream, Andre, they're not going to come to the church. And now you have some churches that they got a bigger audience online oh, yeah. than they do in their sanctuary. And, and a lot of churches that I deal with, because we, we consult a lot, and we help, we train, uh, a lot of people just not coming back. They, 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 they like the fact that they can stay in bed <laughs> and drink their coffee and, and, uh, and, and watch it online, which, which makes video. We, we, video went from down here to up here during COVID. Yeah. It was in it was in high demand. And, th- and believe it or not, there were some churches that weren't streaming. And they just found themselves in a world that didn't exist anymore. And they had to figure out what we were going to do. What we were going to do. How we going to get the word out. So, but yeah, to that floor director, I mean, yeah, badly needed. Definitely needed. Even a, a, you know, a second audio person, third audio person down on the floor with the mics. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, don't uh, count yourself out. Uh, floor directors are in, in, in demand. I think it's the same thing. You said people have, during COVID realized that they don't have to come in. And it's the same thing with the virtual office. You know, like Apple and Google and those guys, they're trying to bring their people back now, or the New York Times just had a problem. And they're like, I don't have to. No, I'll, I'm going to work from home if you want me to stop in once in a while. That's cool. But it's the same thing with churches. Some of them really like that in-person presence, and others realized I could watch this on TV or on my phone or something else. And we have to remember that streaming, uh, as we said in an earlier podcast, it's not only growth, it's survival. You need to reach these people. You're doing a calling. You're guiding them spiritually. That's the, the key message. So they don't have to be there. It's good when they are, but you have to have both. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yesterday I was, you know, did a workshop, uh, and, and I played a video clip of a lady who was watching one of the churches that we deal with, watching their broadcast online, smoking crack cocaine with her boyfriend. And she decided enough is enough. And she gave her life to Christ. And a few weeks later, got baptized at that church. Wow, that's amazing. And I tell the volunteers, I said, if that don't show you what what you're doing and and, and don't get you motivated, then then nothing will. And I, I said, that's what it's all about right there. Yeah. Here's a lady that never stepped foot in the church, just happened to stumble across the broadcast, started watching it every Sunday. And this one particular Sunday, her and her boyfriend were sitting there smoking crack. She just said, God, help me. I need help. I need help. And that's, to me, that's, that's what it's all about. It yeah. ain't about the 4K camera or the, 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 the eight-output switcher. It's about saving souls, man. Yeah, that is the entire point. That's it. That's yeah. it. Well, I know part of what you do, uh, you, you did an article for us on uh, Tell Me a Story, and that was how to get uh, pastors to tell very good stories. And that's something you have to keep in mind 
which is also the floor director piece, is at some churches, the pastor is all about personality. He's getting out there in the crowd and he's shaking hands and he's hugging people. And it's the in-person experience that drives them in and makes them all feel good. And the streaming and broadcast piece is entirely different. So that's when you have to have the tech guys who are keeping you on camera. They have to keep you engaged and you have to keep these things in mind, but also feel natural. So they have to tell you, okay, you're not on camera. You, you might be able to pace around, so we might need a, a PDZ or a tracking camera where we're seeing what you're doing. Or it could be a guy on a phone. He's just very good at holding steady. <laughs> but you also have to be engaged so that it's not your personality and your own energy in person. It's being able to tell a story to engage them through that camera so you could feel it online or on your TV. Is that something that you keep in mind, and, and how do you communicate that to them? Well, I mean, that's a good point. You you got to look into the camera at some point because that's your that's your audience also. Yeah. So you have your, you have your people in the sanctuary, and then you need to every now and then turn and look in the camera and say, "Hey, to my online viewing audience," and be direct that you're talking to them to make them feel, "Oh, he's talking to me in, yeah. my, in my in my pajamas." <laughs> um, so, and then let me let me mention this: we we have very short tension spans. Yeah. Right. And so visuals. Are, are good too, and and as as a, as a pastor would tell a story, you may want to incorporate a short sixty second video. Yep. Before they get up or something like that, and I always tell you know most of the pastors I deal with, their sermons are anywhere from twenty five to thirty thirty minutes, um, because you know people just you know they'll 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 be listening to you for two seconds and then, and then gone, and then of course music. So, I, so the because of the internet, you know the way it is, it has made us step up our video game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Lot. We've had uh, some articles on that too. Your growth is going to be in Gen Z, the people yeah. who are 25 and younger, yep. and for them, everything is eight seconds, eight yep. seconds, yep. 30 seconds, yep. 40 seconds. Yep. So you got to be able to take that half-hour sermon or. 15 or 20 minutes that you think is succinct, nope, you need a visual, yep. put into eight seconds that they're going to share on TikTok and say, hey, look what this cool guy did at this church. I got to see it. Maybe they'll come in, but if they don't come in, they're going to share it with their buddies. And suddenly people are going to your YouTube channel and you're saving the younger souls. Yep. Yeah. We have one pastor in particular, uh, I call him the visual man, and he always used uh, visuals to, to, to in, his, in his sermon. And one particular Sunday, he had a hammer and and some sugar and a rope, and, <laughs> and he he comes on uh, television like late at night on a Friday night, and I'm riding in my car one Saturday morning, and the DJ from the radio station is talking about his sermon. Oh, that's great! And I told him, I said, you know, if if you didn't have those tools, I mean, he remembered everything that you said. By your tools. So we're visual. I mean, there's like what, five, five billion people that go to YouTube a, a day. Yeah. So we got to get better at, at getting more visuals out there. Just like you said, you can take a sermon, squeeze that sermon down, make it move, and, um, and make it entertaining but informative. Right? We don't want don't, to don't leave out, you know, don't, don't cut around what the message is. But at the same time, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make it entertaining. 
Yeah, with today's day and age, it's not being a pastor on the radio, being broadcast on AM across Texas that's, that's anymore. Those days are gone. Yeah, now it's it's YouTube. You got to have a click, and you're going to bring your people in then and get the message out. And you don't have to have a suit and tie on either. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> pastor might be in his pajamas too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, they come in and sweat sometimes because they they take the congregation after the service and they go work out. So they'll be up there in their in their sweats. <laughs> you know, but that the the young folks can relate. Yeah, you know, to that's okay. You got your <laughs> your sweats and your Crocs on. <laughs> I always say, you know, a lot of a lot of churches are doing things in the community, right? Yeah, document that. Well, we don't have a camera. Well, you got a phone. Yep. Just, just use what you have, right, to get to get the message out. And you got Facebook. You can take two two or three pictures and say, hey, today we were out giving out food to such and such community. Yeah, absolutely. Show how you're getting out there, but also get out there at the same time. Well, there's some great guidelines. I think we told people a lot about what they need to eat, need to learn about streaming and floor direction. Thank you very much for your time today, Andre. And thank you for listening to our Worship Facility Podcast live from CFX. Thanks for listening to our Worship Facility Podcast. In our next episode, we'll have security planning, how to leverage a building emergency plan to protect your church with security expert Simon Osamo. Thanks again for listening. I'm Worship Facility Editor Gene Lass.